Welcome to Stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared more than any being to grace this planet. There's two guys, is it? Hey, a man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyonce had a Jewish baby. God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo. Fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity. This is Stu Goss, and this is Stu Potty. Here we go, Jim. Tony! Welcome into another episode of Stupidity, the biggest podcast in the world, thanks to you. Please subscribe, rate and review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. By doing that, you have made us the biggest podcast on the planet. We appreciate it. We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use code STU for a special offer when you sign up. That's code STU only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Good afternoon, Billy Gill. Hello, Stugatz. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm sitting in a, uh, I'm currently sitting in a room, first floor of my house that has no air conditioning. So, I mean, I'm doing all right, you know? Oh, wow. That's unfortunate. Yeah. What's going on with your house? Uh, there's a broken window behind you. I mean, <laughs> I wasn't planning on revealing that, but yeah, I came home to discover that there's a cracked window and I don't know what the cause of that is and i need to now investigate that and obviously now i will not be sleeping tonight or any other night thinking that someone either tried to break in or i don't i don't know what happened there but i i, I need to i need to figure that out i'm trying to kind of put my mind at ease right. with this situation that i just discovered moments before we right. started recording this today mm-hmm. uh by looking at pictures and videos of mojo's wedding i know mojo is not on stupidity but Wow. Yeah. What a, what a night. Maybe that Mojo be. should be on Stupidity, by the way. <laughs> Maybe. I yeah. mean, but he's in, uh, where is he? He's like in Italy or Italy. something. He got yeah. married. Yeah. yeah. I was invited to that wedding. I was not, even though he said that I was, I, I was not invited to that wedding. But I'm learning. Mojo had a lot of people travel to Italy for his wedding, which is, I mean, it's pretty it's pretty great. But also, it's very pricey from what I heard from uh I think K-Funk was telling me I was like $1,500 a night or whatever to stay at the castle where he got married. Yeah, I mean, listen, I love Mojo, but I, I've never technically met him. He did send me an invitation. Like, I, I'm not spending $1,500 to go to the man's wedding. <laughs> I can't. Are you telling me, like, were there a ton of celebrities there? Like, what are you saying? Um, well, I don't know. I'm trying to make out who's there and who wasn't there. Uh, right. But I don't think that there, there were a ton. So, like, obviously, he is most famous for being a wrestler but i think he got married yesterday or the day before which would make it a monday and monday's like a big wrestling day so i doubt that there were a ton of wrestlers there because there's monday night raw um and you know just from talking we know that chris wasn't there and java wasn't there right rob (laughs) i don't think was there so i'm trying to see was it there there were a lot that's true kurt angle did flat out just say no chance in hell i'm going to that wedding which is like (laughs) very very straight up of Kurt. I like that there was no kind of gray area there. Yeah. Apologies about my dog, Finny. It's uh, <laughs> he's sweating. It's very hot in his ass. Okay. Oh, well, guess what Mojo was doing today? What? 
He went to see the statue of David and on his Instagram stories, he's just zooming in on the penis. I guess that's oh. not that surprising. <laughs> that's what he does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's pretty again. <laughs> uh, Do you want to start this over? No, you should get you. You know what I was thinking? You should what? talk to because Finney does so much work for the show and the network. You should try to get Finney, like talk to your agent or someone and see if you can get Finney like a deal. Or like even talk to maybe like DraftKings and see if you can get him like a sponsorship with like BarkBox or something. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Because so Finney's doing all this work for free. You're right. You're right. He talks more than we do. Yeah. <laughs> everybody com- shut up. <laughs> everybody complains about Finney making noise and ruining things. I think it's great. I mean, he just wants to talk. What are we gonna do? Right. The poor dog just wants to have someone to talk to. He just and he feels tapes. like you and I are weird enough that he can talk to us. You know, I, you know, I've talked to a dog or two. Hey, so guys, we were talking about this off air. You have you've talked to a dog? No, I haven't. But we were talking. To, we were talking about this off air. It just felt like a thing to say. Yeah. Um, Halloween's right around the corner. Last year, we had a Halloween episode where we had a tarot card reader, a ghost hunter. And a witch, I believe, right? Rosalind, yeah. Yeah, Rosalind, who I believe was in a relationship with Mikey C. The complicated situation there, we'll figure out. Right. We need to we need to do this again, right, for Halloween this year. Maybe we talk to someone like a medium or something that could communicate with Finney and see mm-hmm. if Finney's trying to tell us things. Okay, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Seems like a good idea. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Try to translate Finney. Is that yeah, funny? I mean, right. I don't know what that would have to do with Halloween, but it seems like <laughs> this episode, last episode, we communicate with ghosts. Let's talk to dogs this year, you know? Uh, I'm good with that. What, like, but can we do that? You know, with something else, like I think we should have Rosalind on. I think she's yeah, no, Rosalind on Stepanity. Yeah. We should we should check with Rosalind and see if Rosalind can communicate with dogs. But I don't think she can. She's not like a medium. She's just a witch. I, I think Ron McGill can, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I think Ron McGill can kind of tell you just by the barks. I'm pretty certain he can do this. Like what? Not what he's saying, of course, the dog, but like kind of what it's what it's clamoring for, what it's insinuating mm. just by the bark, you know? So maybe we'll have Ron on to do that and set him up with Rosalind, but Ron's married. What am I doing? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't have to set people up just because they guess on your show. <laughs> Why did I make it the dating game? I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I'd like to do a dating game. Can we do that? So speaking of dating games, uh, I, I don't know how we would do that or why we would do that, but sure, we could do that. Speaking right. of dating games. So our guest today on the show Right. Host a podcast called Hammered Heroes, and it's Brendan Fitzgibbons and Sophie Santos. And we spoke to them about their podcast, but also found out that their professional history is is on a dating game. I think they were producers on Blind Date, which was incredible. And honestly, yeah. we didn't get to that enough. We should have gotten that some more. And spoiler alert, we find out a lot about a theme park that uh, Shaq is running around Halloween time. Maybe we should talk to Shaq about this. We probably should. He's never going to come on. Yeah. He doesn't like me. He threatened no. to punch me in the face <laughs> I mean, no. a couple of times. Okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know what to tell you. But Billy, are you what, what you're doing in, as a way of teasing this fantastic episode? What you're telling people is the thing that we should have discussed. We didn't discuss enough. Well, no, I was just trying to connect the dots because you said we should have a dating game. And we have guests on who host the podcast where the whole idea behind the podcast is highlighting sports performances by athletes who were either hungover, drunk or under the influence of something, which is like an incredible idea for a podcast. It's a great right? idea. It really is. a great. I'm excited to talk to them because it is a unique, funny and great idea that I wish I that I wish I had. And I might steal it from them. 
You know? Yeah, I, it does sound though like there's a lot of research involved in it, which is where I think that maybe that falls short, you know? <laughs> yes. Um, dating game. Just imagine it. OK, we get someone on that we know who's looking to, you know, be hooked up with someone for love. And then you, ha- you have them in the Zoom. Right. And then you have three women in the Zoom. Right. Or men or men who we have. Whoever. On, yeah. Of course, whatever. Right? But we don't turn their cameras on. Right. So they have to ask questions and then they pick the person they want to date based on the response to those questions. It's like the dating game, old school. And then you turn the cameras on. How about that? Wow. I'd want to. Sure. (laughs) But who pays? Are we paying for this date? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) I'll figure that out when I get to it. Yeah. Keep that one. That's in the idea bin right now. (laughs) No such thing as a bad idea. Ooh, how about this, you guys? Next level, right? Yeah. The dog dating game. Done. Done. <laughs> it's the exact same thing that you were explaining. We have the dog medium on who's explaining what the dogs are barking to the other dogs. And then we set the dogs up on dates. Done. Uh, next week. I love it. <laughs> Is that the idea, Ben? Or have we fleshed that out enough? <laughs> Let's I'd see how quickly we can turn that one around. Billy, someone's coming through your window. <laughs> that too soon. Too, too soon. All right. Let's get to uh, who are we getting to? <laughs> We're getting to Brendan Fitzgibbons and Sophie Santos from the Hammer Heroes podcast. Well, let's get to it. They're fun. This is a great idea for a podcast. It's a unique, different spin on sports. All these podcasts sound the same. They have done something completely different, and I love it. Not as good as the Dating Dog Show, but, you know. (laughs) A close second. Exactly. Let's get to it. Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold. Miller Lite. So we have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer oh my gosh folks gather around everyone gather around listen to these words the nba playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nba with same game parlays live betting odds boosts and so much more don't miss out as the nba postseason winds down and if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out new customers listen to me you bet just five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. 
I love the podcast description that you guys have. It's Hammered Heroes on Podcast One. First off, how'd you guys meet? And secondly, how'd you come up with the concept to do this particular podcast and explain what the podcast is to the audience, if you don't mind? Yeah, so Sophie and I actually met writing on a reality dating show, as you do. And uh, <laughs> wait, what? What <laughs> dating right show now. is this? Don't Hold promote on. a single thing. Don't tell the audience anything. Stop. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna bury the lead on this one for the entire podcast. Uh, yeah, it was called Blind Date. It was called Blind Date. It was on Bravo. And this is so funny. We had to commute two hours each way from Brooklyn to Stanford, five days a week. So it was a four-hour commute. And it's a job that could have been done entirely remotely. So it's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you on the remote, by the way. I travel two and a half hours to work back and forth every day. Oh, my God. Are, are you saying the Stanford, Connecticut, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've done that drive. I did it from Long Island. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. yeah. It's like it's a terrible. rite of passage as a writer, I think, like, especially for, like, any gig, first gig, 10th gig, whatever. It's like you have to work in Stanford, Connecticut. And yes. just fan with that at least understand what that city is about. Uh, I got a lot of culture just being there every day. <laughs> By culture, she means three white guys uh, in business suits. It's really fun. <laughs> All right, so continue. Billy and I were rude. We interrupted you as you were. Oh, uh, no, yeah. So uh, Hammered Heroes is a podcast and stories of professional athletes who played high, drunk, and on drugs. And we got the idea because I would always like hear these stories and they would come out much later. And we see it more as like just a really funny story. You tell somebody at a bar and it's just mind blowing. And I feel like it's one of the biggest underreported stories in sports is that like these things will come out like a couple years later. Like someone will be like, oh, yeah, I was high the whole time. And you're like, what? How? <laughs> <laughs> like Percy Harvin recently said he was like, yeah, I was high every single game. And Charles Barkley's story about how he got drunk because he thought he was going to get traded to the Lakers. So he gets hammered when he was on the 76ers. Then he played day because drunk, day drunk, yeah. he got day drunk because he was celebrating. Then his agent was like, oh, man, sorry, the trade fell through. So he had to play the game hammered <laughs> in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia. <laughs> he had like a record performance, too. So that's like what we've also realized is like, you know, not every people, not every athlete we covered had the most amazing performance, but most of them did. And you're like, you know, obviously there's Doc Ellis who – Pitched the no hitter on LSD. Um, Aaron Rodgers recently uh, came out uh, saying that he uh, is doing ayahuasca in between seasons now. And so yeah. and those specifically in between the seasons where he won the MVP. And you're just like, what's we're trying to connect the dots. We feel like little detectives for like, maybe you should be doing these things. We don't know, you know, so. And yeah. And Harry Carey was only drunk. Uh, I don't think he <laughs> was every game. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's Brock Meyer. He's essentially Brock Meyer. Harry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so funny. Wait. So uh, Billy Aaron was on with us recently and invited me to do ayahuasca with him. <laughs> I mean, maybe we should oh, do oh that. Oh my God. Did, are you going to do it? <laughs> I don't, it wasn't a real invitation. Well, no, it was a real invitation. I just didn't show up to the Packer jet game over the no. weekend, Bill. <laughs> That's probably good because they lost and I could see him be like, you know what? Maybe ayahuasca doesn't work. Okay. Maybe ayahuasca sucks. Wait, so Brandon, I'll start with you here. What's the story that you were like floored by? Like, is there one story that sticks out for you? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, everybody talks about the Wade Boggs, 64 beers on a plane, cross country plane from Boston to New York. And what's really cool about that story is he's denied it for so long. And recently he's like, oh yeah, no, it was actually 68. <laughs> <laughs> and it's finally he's like yeah of course and like there was this always a sunny in philadelphia episode about it 
Sure. And just the idea that Wade Boggs of all people could do 64 beers. Like it's insane to me on a, on one plane ride in six hours is he's just funneling them. Like it's insane. It's crazy. Uh, Sophie, is there a story for you that stands out? I mean, yeah. I mean, the Charles Barkley one is big for me because I'm just such a Charles Barkley fan. And also shout out to him extending his uh, contract. Yeah. We were just discussing that. I know. He said, listen, he's a friend of our show. Okay. He's really friendly with Dan. He told us forever he's going to retire at 60. So here he is signing up till he's 70 now, right? I mean, that's how it always is. I mean, well, Brendan's been nervous all like all off season. He's been like shaking his boots. He's like, so if he's going to, he's going to retire, he's going to retire. And I was like, no, dude, I promise he's not just like manifest this shit. (laughs) And then then it came out today. So that's a big, that's one's a big one. I loved it when like there was moments in the season this year on the inside guys where he was like, listen, I just want the season to be over so I can golf. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I'm just trying to golf. Right, but then he spends the entire offseason like doing stuff, like stuff that not golfing is, I, I guess, what I'm saying. But Billy was wondering, who do you guys think is the most upset by Charles Barkley yeah. signing this 10 year, $100 million extension? So it's got to be Shaq. Right? I have a theory. Yeah, I think that Shaq is going to completely tear apart the locker room of the inside the NBA cast because he's going to now want his own contract extension because I think he already has a long term deal. So there's no chance he's good with Charles Barkley making that much money. Oh, oh good point. Shaq yeah. is, uh, he, well, as we can, as we've seen on the on the show, he's like, you know, he has a little bit of an ego, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, and in and, and his arguments, we a lot of his arguments, they don't really make that much sense. <laughs> it's just, it just kind of comes from nowhere. And he's kind of just like a like kind of turns into like an eight year old. <laughs> so I mean, listen, everybody knows that gas on a half tank is not really a half tank. It's a full tank. <laughs> you know, that, the thing about Shaq is like, I could see him getting upset about the money situation, right? But I'm like looking up right now all the franchises he owns because he owns a bunch of Krispy Kremes. He owns a bunch of Auntie Anne pretzels. Like he owns a bunch of Papa John's. He owns a bunch of five. Like he won't need the money at all for anything, right? But we'll just not like the fact that Charles Barkley is getting paid more than him. Dude, we're about to go to Shacktoberfest in Long Long Beach. There's a Shacktoberfest. I think what? he's doing okay. Oh, yeah. It's a Halloween festival featuring Shaquille O'Neal. And, and it's just like Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal as like, you know, Frankenstein. Shaquille O'Neal as Michael. What? <laughs> yes. And it's like there's like rides. Yeah. We're thinking about doing a man on the street, too. So you have to. <laughs> No, yeah. no, you have to do that. Like that. Yeah. First off, are you He does this every single year, Shaq. We don't. Well, I don't know. I just saw it. Like we, there's billboards, and like I, we both recently moved to LA, and so like when we saw this, we were like, yeah, we don't know. You know, it. it we should have Charles Barkley go undercover and just mess up the whole thing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have any of these athletes? Uh, you have piqued Billy's curiosity here. He I'm, on Shaq, this, I'm on the Shaq. I'm on the Shaq website right now. <laughs> yeah, you go got it, more. dude. It's a real thing. Like we're really gonna go. No, we're 100 percent gonna go. Like, yeah, that's, that's so awesome. Our Halloween plans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you might see Billy out there because yeah, <laughs> I see the wheels turning. I mean, yeah, I he could be your man on the street, Billy. You know, if you that sounds perfect. Listen, I mean, if you you got invited to go do ayahuasca with Aaron, Billy got invited to go to Shacktoberfest with us. Same. So, yeah. so, <laughs> so I think it's yeah, I think it's pretty equal. So wait. So of any of the athletes that you guys have talked about on your podcast, have they ever gotten upset with you? Like called you like, what are you guys doing? What's happening here? That's a great question. Actually, no, because a lot of these athletes now are bragging about it. Specifically, right. do, you, do you guys know Bill Spaceman Lee? Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Pitched on acid, yes. He, pitched, uh, he used to put weed on his buckwheat pancakes. Organic, organic. Organic weed. He was like a hippie. 
And he would say that like he used to admit to always eating weed before games. And he like then not only talks about it, but he's like, yeah, I also ran for governor and president. So (laughs) (laughs) so no one's ever been upset with what it is that you're because they are admitting. I mean, you guys are basically telling stories that these guys or these athletes have already they've already admitted that they've done so. Right. Yes. Unless you guys want to tell us some stories that we don't know about. which which case, (laughs) Well, no, I was wondering, do you ever do you ever worry about running out of stories like. Well, we well actually when we were pitching it. Um, that was their big question, and and we as we did the research, uh, Brendan was like, "No, I think there's a lot." And then it turns out, yeah, we have like seventy stories, and they just keep being tacked on. Like the Aaron Rodgers stuff was actually added on late. Like yeah. so, um, Santana Moss, um, Clinton Portis, um, shots, shots. They yeah. would do shots of Hennessy before games. That came out recently over, I think, the last like year. Or yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, stories kind of keep coming out there, um, especially because there is a debate of like, you know, is it better to take a shot versus a painkiller? Right. And I think more athletes are talking about like what's happening to their bodies and especially with these big hits. So, um, yeah. So, so far, no, we have not gotten any hate mail, uh, although that would be kind of fun if we had. Yes, it would. Chat, if I had if I had if I had personal beef with Shaq and I could like put that in my my Twitter handle, that would be actually kind of great. <laughs> well, I, listen, he's so sensitive. I once said that Tim Duncan was better than Shaquille O'Neal. He sent me a direct message saying he was going to come down there and punch me in the face. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he did because like, I had the audacity to say that Tim Duncan was better than him. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you frame it? Did you frame it? No, I, I didn't frame it, but I should have. You're right. <laughs> I should have. Now I'm upset with myself. So so you're not afraid of like running out of any stories. There will always be more stories because like weed's been legalized. Like guys are just more comfortable coming out and saying, hey, this is some of the stuff that I was doing before the game. With Clinton Portis and Santana Moss, were they doing that before NFL games or University of Miami games or both? Uh, yeah, both. Great question. Yeah, I think that they admitted to NFL games and right. it was one shot of Hennessy and they were like, they're like, yeah, we saw it as a turn up, which I thought was so cool. I'm like, that's, right. that's, that sounds fun. Well, they were also recreating. Um, They had an amazing game. They had like done. Some, well, they were. So they, there was the rookie night, the infamous rookie night where they all like went out and spent like twenty thousand dollars on a bar tab. And so they were all wasted uh, pretty much the next day. But they had like Clinton. He had like the game of his life. Mm-hmm. How many yards did he? It was crazy. It was like a hundred yards or something. It was over that. Yeah, it was um, insane. Yeah. And so they were like, well, we have to recreate it. So then that's really what started it. So then they just started taking shots before games so that they could still have, you know, the same effect because they were like, oh, it obviously worked the first time. Um, and then they just started doing it. And then it just got eventually got shut down by the by the the new head coach. Um, yeah. Well, um, Clinton Portis was going to go tell Mike Shanahan that he couldn't play. And Shannon Sharp goes, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? You can't do that. He's like, go. He's like, go run it off. Go in some cold pulls. It's like, that's not their problem. You're playing in the game. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and so how long have you guys been doing the podcast? We were about two months in, so we've had about 10 stories. I think we're, we're on episode eight now. So, yeah, it's really okay. exciting. We've had some great guests. We've had Paul Shear and uh, Paul Shear's coming up. We've had Rob Hubel. It's, yeah, it's been going great. Yeah, it's so much fun. So, like, when you do something on the, you know, the the Bulls traveling cocaine circus, yes. Yes. Uh, do you have a Chicago Bull on? Like, is there <laughs> are they willing to talk about it? Have you tried to get people on? I, yeah, I would love to get Craig Hodges on because I feel like he was upset that Jordan said that. So it'd be cool to get his right. side. Actually, uh, we would love Michael Jordan first. And then- <laughs> um, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah we'll, we all- we'll, we'll throw the, the flare out. Um, yeah, I mean, he. We, we want to, that's where we want to go. You know, like we, eventually we want to get these, the actual athletes themselves, you know, because if they're willing to talk about it, we want to know, you know, and I'm sure that whatever they've said, 
in the news, whether it was 20, 30 years ago, like I'm sure that there's more that they'd be hopefully be willing to tell us. But yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the goal. We did reach out to um, one of the uh, players, Eden or even Britain. You guys remember yeah. this guy? Um, basically he used to smoke before games and now he's a yogi. <laughs> what? He's a spiritual leader. Oh yeah. Big time. So we reached out to his team. <laughs> okay. Like you could, you should try to get David Wells on. I'm sure he'd, he'd be happy yeah. to talk oh, to you about. God, yeah. That's a great idea. We want to get David Wells for sure. Also Jay Cutler. Not that I think that he oh. drank before games, but he's on our network. So I'm like, I come on, man. I know that you got some stories. I know you got some stuff. No, I mean, he played like he was drunk before most of the game. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was all those great smoking Jay Cutler memes. So good. Yes. But, oh, but, sure. but there are Billy people swear like they play better when they're high or when they're on something like they're just more relaxed. They play their sport better. I mean, I don't know. It, it seems interesting. like I can tell you, I can only speak from my experience. I'll be playing a great round of golf. And the second I smoke on the golf course, everything goes to shit. So, I mean, <laughs> yes, uh, especially my aim and my, and my direction. So tell us about the uh, the traveling uh, Chicago Bulls cocaine circus. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, so that's going to be one of our episodes coming up. And we're going to dive into how they were all doing cocaine, as Jordan said, in the hotel. And I think the NBA vibe back then was just way more like loose like people were just doing wild shit and i feel like that's what we're going to really dive into it was really cool that magic johnson documentary where they're like magic johnson kind of saved basketball because basketball was just like basically all cocaine circuses so we're going to look into that and i just feel like cocaine in the 80s was everywhere that's just all of what baseball was the mets everything <laughs> right the 86 mets yeah yeah 86 mets they would like hide it in their hats um there's one player that would like he wanted to make sure that his vial of cocaine didn't get shattered. So he would put it in, a, he'd slide. That's the reason why he would slide to, uh, you know, to the bases. Um, Tim Raines. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember Tim Raines. Yeah. Rock, Rock. Raines. Yeah. yeah. That's probably why they called him the Rock, actually, in hindsight. Wait. Sophia, I want you to explain this clearly so the audience understands. What was Tim Raines doing with the cocaine? So he didn't want to, he didn't want to bust his vial of cocaine in his pocket. So that's why he would slide head first into the bases. <laughs> which is just amazing yes Um, but yeah and also when it comes to the traveling cocaine circus like we want to talk about obviously dennis rodman you know we really want to talk a little bit more about like what everyone learned on the last dance where you know we had like we were supposed to have 48 hours off we ended up having 72 hours off and to blow off steam you know and so and obviously we know we don't want to spoil too much but it's it it he did. He did some things, you know, um, during his time off. So we also want to recreate Michael Jordan punching Steve Kerr if we can, just for fun. You should do that. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> you have a guy for that. Get, yeah, I got a guy. Who's the guy you call to punch in the face? I got two guys just to set up a fake fight in front of me at all times. It's fine. My guy's on standby, so yeah. we'll be good no matter what. Wait, so so you guys like you didn't set out like I'm interested because you're both comedians, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And so you never set out to do a podcast. I, I'm assuming you're both sports fans. So like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this, what's is going- all, this is just a personality I, I've crafted. <laughs> <laughs> but are you still doing comedian? Like, are you still doing stand up? Are you doing stuff like that? Oh, yeah, totally. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we each do our own thing um, in addition to doing this. Um, but we just were like, to be honest, like Brenda and I, all we do is talk about sports. And we were like, maybe we should like, make some money (laughs) (laughs) right yeah um and so we're like there is a really wonderful bridge between comedy and sports and we're like let's actually let's do a comedy sports podcast and um you know so we're hoping that with this 
go on the road. Um, we'd love to do like live shows, live shows, you know, and live podcast recording. So, um, and then ultimately, yeah, I mean, we just, we just think this is like such a fun idea. Like it is kind of like, you know, drunk history meets 30 for 30. And we're like, what if there was that for the sports world um, where we could be, you know, we could have fun, but also geek out over, you know, statistics that, no one cares about, but everyone cares about, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Next year's goal is to be performing at Shacktoberfest. <laughs> so we're going to be the headlining act. So we'll see you guys there. It's going to be insane. <laughs> That's our goal. I'm looking oh. at the map of Shacktoberfest. It looks so tiny. <laughs> That's all he's been doing. That's all Billy's been doing. The second you brought it up, that's what he's been doing since. Just so we're clear on that. Is it just like one street? It 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 looks like it's just like a like a circle. There's like a a Ferris wheel and and like three rides, and that's it. There has to be like forty bucks. It better be good, man. I want to like meet Shaq. I don't know. I have a feeling you're not going to meet Shaq, though. That's what I'm worried about. You're definitely like, not going to meet Shaq because it says that it it runs for like a whole month. So the chances of Shaq being there the day that you're there are probably pretty low. Oh man, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't want to. I don't want to ruin the party yeah. for you. I'm surprised that you. It's okay, Brendan. No, no, it's gonna be fine. I'm still gonna did go. You make, did you make travel plans? Is this something you can get out of? Is what I'm wondering. <laughs> um, I quit my job for this. I can't. <laughs> it's all I wanted to do. It's funny that you should mention that because on the Shacktoberfest website, there is a a link at the top that just says jobs, so you could apply to work there, and then if you work there, oh, maybe that'll increase your chances of meeting Shack. Oh my god, that's basically like working at all those like you remember all those like festivals like Bonnaroo and stuff like in college. I'd be like, I want to go to Bonnaroo, but I didn't want to spend the money, so then I'd go and work the festival. Like volunteer, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, yes. you're volunteering, but then you're like not actually watching it. So would I get kicked out if I wore a Kim Olajuwon jersey? You think the whole time? Like, no, just a Tim Duncan jersey. Tim Duncan, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He'll punch you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so do you guys find it? Is it easy for you on this platform, on the podcast platform, to kind of weave your your great sense of humor, your your, you know, you're both comedians into the stories that you're telling about these athletes? Yes, and also like a lot of the comedy just writes itself. For example, last week we did Harry Carey, and I don't know if you guys remember. I grew up a Cubs fan. I'm from Chicago. He would just go on these wild rants, right? right. And then Steve Stone, the co-commentator, would sit there silent. No response. It wasn't like a podcast vibe. Like, we got. So we found this rant where Harry Carey talked about Cracker Jacks for two and a half minutes and how it was wrong and evil that there were no prizes in some of the Cracker Jacks. And he just kept going and it wouldn't stop. And he's like, talk about terrible marketing. I got to tell you, if we hold congressmen for being corrupt. How about a company that doesn't deliver on its promises? And it just keeps going. It's like three minutes long. It's so good. It's so good, but also um, I fully stand by that. Yeah. I, I was like, because I grew up in the South and I was like, I was like, this is this is my uh, this is my whole childhood of just like my grandparents would give me these Cracker Jack boxes. And then a lot of times there weren't gifts. <laughs> and that's like the whole reason why you get it. So, yeah, right. you know, we both had a stance. We also wanted we wanted to get our uh, our listeners and you know are you are you with Carrie Carrie are you not with Carrie Carrie <laughs> <laughs> take a political stance on this. Uh, but you're right. Like if I get a Cracker Jack box that doesn't have the prize in it, I am fucking pissed. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know what? But maybe Cracker Jack was just kind of setting us all up for real life, right? Where it's like, you know what, kid, you don't always get what you want in life. You're not getting shit today. <laughs> that's 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 not that's not fair. Maybe that is how life, but that's not. 
That's not okay. Listen, no. kid, if you go to Shacktoberfest, he's not going to be there. Okay. <laughs> just, up, just know now, now I feel just, like no I'm. Chance. I feel like I'm Cracker Jack now. <laughs> There's no chance. Yeah, but Billy, imagine like a box of cereal without a toy at the bottom. You'd be fucking fuming, Bill. <laughs> I, I hate new boxes of cereal that just like the big thing is like the box tops at the top that it's like, well, collect these and you can get a book. And it's like, I don't want a book. Like, I want a whistle right. or something. Right. I want it now. I yeah, exactly. Because that is what <laughs> that is what the society has taught me. Um, so yeah. do either do either of you guys do uh, impersonations? Like, do, can you impersonate Harry Carey at all? <laughs> No. We both tried. I think we both tried. We're just like, hey, everybody. Yeah, we both tried. I, I, I felt like I was mostly just impersonating Will Ferrell, impersonating her. I, yeah. I, I was just like, Harry Carroll. And I was like, wait, that's Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> so I was just like, oh my God, Harry Carroll. Uh, yeah, they kind of actually go into different, um, <laughs> different characters, but we, yeah. we try. So it feels like you guys are just waiting around for athletes to admit they've done horrible things, essentially, right? <laughs> yeah, we just sit in our yeah, we just sit in this apartment. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we don't speak unless you know we have like a fax machine waiting for you know some sort of story to come through. Yeah. We're like Tom Brady, tell us everything. What do you do? It's like, oh, I've had two waters once. Oh my god, you're boring. <laughs> <laughs> but do you have researchers out there like scouring every show? Like, hey, if someone tells a story, we need to know about it because. The space is kind of limited. It's a great idea. It's a unique perspective on sports. It's something that no one else is doing, which is very cool because all these podcasts tend to sound the same. Uh, so, but do you have like a team like out there searching for stories for you? I love, I love that you think that we have a team. I, love okay, I know, I know. I, yeah. I really, I really appreciate it, man. It's really hyping me up. And now I'm like, right. we have to get a team, but, but no, it's, 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 it's just us two um, on, on Google. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's us two basically making our entire lives just be about fantasy football and sports. And then, <laughs> and then we just find stuff. It's incredible. Uh, what's been the uh, feedback from the audience? So far, it's been really good. I think people want us to talk about drinking more. I remember whenever we get a negative comment, it's like, you guys need to be talking about drugs and drinking more. I'm like, all right, geez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's easy. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah, no, people seem to really like it and they like the stories and they're just like, wow, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm having a good time, but I'm learning something. And so, you know, it's kind of like Brendan said before, it's like, we want this to be like a story that you would, like a cocktail story, something that you would tell your friends at a bar, you know, and that's what we want the vibe to be. And we want people to feel that um, when they're listening to the, when they're listening to the pod. So what, uh, what can you tell us about David Wells's uh, infamous half drunk, perfect game? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that what we can tell you is that David Wells, I think has done was drinking a lot before. And I think what we're going to tackle about this too is sort of the idea what we said earlier is like, do you actually play a little bit better hungover? I think it's because there's something to like, you're not thinking as much, you know? Sure. Yeah. And that's what I think Santana, uh, Santana Moss and Clinton Portis were saying too. And it makes me think like, I've been hungover a lot. And sometimes I'm like, hey man, life's th what, nothing matters. It doesn't matter if Shacktoberfest is open or not. Who cares? Everything's <laughs> fine. And, and so we're going to like, I, I really want to get into that sort of the psychology of what if like you are a little hungover, do you play better? You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. totally. You got to get one of these bulls on because you're right. They're mad that Jordan put that out there in yeah. the documentary. So you got to get, 
bring on a Chicago Bull. Scotty Pippen probably would be a good person to bring on. Oh my God. Uh, bring on a Bull and have them tell you something crazy about Jordan that no one knows just to get some revenge, you know? That's yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. And I know that Jordan started really partying towards the end because I've heard some stories. So I think that that would be amazing. Well, there's no yeah. reason. There's no way he didn't, especially with gambling and everything. Like, yeah. you, when you go and gamble, all they do is give you free drinks. Like, that's literally... Right. That's why I do it, you know. So. <laughs> right. So that legendary game at Madison Square Garden against the Knicks, you're you're and he was out gambling the night before until yeah, like five like in the morning. The flu, you're assuming right? he was drunk, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't add up. And like they always they all said, I've heard Barkley and everybody say he never slept too. So like right. what are you doing when you're not sleeping? Yeah, I mean, dig deeper, get to the bottom of it. But you gotta find someone who hates Michael Jordan. Yeah. And to my knowledge, the only one who does is Scotty Pippen. That's it. Oh right. my god, wow. And then and then we have beef with Michael Jordan. Can you imagine? Oh, but what if you I have Michael Jordan cologne. Is that going to be a problem or no? <laughs> mm. <laughs> What's it smell like? It smells like victory. Yeah, uh, it does. <laughs> yes. Great, Sophia, great. I love you. You just want to have beef with people. That's it. You don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's all I want. Yeah, that's the best. Oh, my God. That is great. All right. So here, this is the mission. OK, get your team okay? <laughs> to find someone who hates Michael Jordan. All right. Okay. Okay, and great. then have them expose Michael Jordan. And then you guys, then you'll really be on to something. OK. OK. I want to go. Yeah, we should do an advertisement on voiceover. It's like, do you hate Michael Jordan? <laughs> right. <laughs> like that little baseball stint he has. There has to be someone on that minor league team. He yeah. took someone's spot. Find that person. Whoever spot he took, find that person. Oh. And tell them to dish out the dirt on Jordan, okay? Okay. Okay, we'll do it. That's great. Okay. All right. <laughs> You're welcome for the idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, just bill us later. Yeah, tell us how much it is. You know, yeah. <laughs> Talk to our team, and then we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> it is Hammered Heroes. It's on Podcast One. It's fun. It's different. It's unique. Uh, Brendan uh, Fitzgibbons and Sophie Santos are the hosts. They are with us right here. Guys, uh, tell, tell the audience, tell our audience, uh, what it is you want them to know about your podcast, promote it any way you guys feel like promoting. Yeah. So we are on podcast one. You can find us there. We're also on our podcast is called hammered heroes. We are also on TikTok and Instagram at hammered heroes pod. And uh, you can follow me at Sophie E Santos on the gram. And you can follow me at Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> <laughs> on Snapchat. <laughs> you can impersonate Shaq, right? I mean, that's an easy one. Just yeah, Shaq or Charles too. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Let me hear. Let me hear Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite clip was when he was like, um, when Charles cut him off, and he's like, "It's not one, two. It's not one. It's not one. It's one, two, three. Not one, two. Dumbass. <laughs> and everyone then Ernie just lost his shit. That was so good. Right. One, two, dumbass. Oh. Yeah, All right. Good. Well, we, listen, we appreciate uh, we appreciate you guys joining us and uh, we'll certainly spread the uh, the good word of hammered heroes. Uh, but make sure. Listen, if any stories develop, uh, Billy and I need to know about them first. OK, I mean, absolutely. You know, 100%. Yes. Bring it on our podcast before you bring it on yours. That okay? seems like a bad idea for them. <laughs> Wait, but what if we get our team to go out and research stories for you? How about that? What? Are you guys stealing our idea? This is going to be great. I might. I mean, it wouldn't be the first idea I've stolen, and it won't be the last. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm just not as funny as you two, so that's the problem. We'll make a, we'll make a deal. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll make a deal. I think. I think we have. If you want to go, into, if you want to go to business with us, talk to our team. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> you got a guy. <laughs> you got a guy. What's What's the next story you're doing? What's the next episode coming up? We are doing Fuzzy Thurston Fuzzy from Thurston. the Packers, who drank ten vodkas before the ice bowl. Right. And what? And, yes. Yeah, to to keep warm. warm. Yeah. Because uh, Lombardi had um, 
so obviously for the infamous ice bowl, it was like negative 13 degrees and they played um, in that weather. But what was really interesting is that Lombardi was, or yeah, Vince Lombardi was, uh, he was bragging and he said, oh, well, it's going to be fine because I have my electric blanket. And basically what he did is he put an electric blanket under the field. And so he was saying, well, the players are going to be warm because I essentially have, you know, an electric blanket that we all know, but it's under the field and it's going to keep, you know, their bodies warm. And of course it was so cold that not only did the electric blanket stop working, but it trapped moisture <laughs> and uh, between the blanket and the field. And so it actually made it more cold. And then it turned the uh, field into an ice skating rink. Um, and so that's like what the players had to play on. Um, and so, yeah, of course, everyone was you know, getting drunk and uh, trying to stay warm because, you know, why are you out there playing? You know, and Fuzzy Thurston was like, or you could drink 12 vodkas and just right. call it even, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. the frozen tundra, that's the story behind it. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, so do you guys know, like, do you have like five episodes out? Do you know what you have planned for like the next five shows? Yeah, absolutely. We have a whole doc. Yeah, we wanted to, we want to do the way bogs. We haven't done the big ones yet because we like really want to spend a lot of time. I think we want to do like a couple weeks just on the eighties Mets because yeah, they we were do like just a, a parts, like a like a three parts series yeah. or something. All right, just, so how would you go about doing that? Like, explain that to the audience. Explain that to me. Like, how would you go about a three part series with the New York Mets? Sounds like you're asking them advice on how to run a podcast. Well, no, because right I just want to. Really, what I'm trying to get at is 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 what they have on the New York Mets that I'm not aware of because I was a fan of those teams, but and I know they were partiers. A legendary party years, but I mean, I imagine they want to they want to dabble in facts and not just kind of guess as yeah. to what was going on there. Once again, I think you're stealing our idea. So um, <laughs> I am. Don't answer any of these questions. How would you do that, by the way? Yeah, so I can do it. Yeah. Let's say I wanted to start a podcast. What software do you use? <laughs> Lenny Dykstra. Just look into him. OK, <laughs> yeah, no, they were doing cocaine on the airplane in the bathrooms, like on their way to games. So I think there's entire there's a, not I think there's entire books about it. So we're going to really get into it. There's just so much. I think it's most of the Mets. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. And just like because we keep our episodes short. So like uh, we keep them like about 40 minutes. And so we really want to be able to go in like on specific players. And like, um, yeah, I mean, it, it would be great if we could actually get an athlete on for like one episode is just him and I talking. The next episode, we actually get an, an athlete on. And then the last episode is wrapping up, you know. What did we learn from all this? Do cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine Fuzzy uh, Fuzzy Thurston. Is that the name? He's no longer yes. with us. He'd be a tough guy to get, right? So yeah, yeah he's a little tough, he, little tough now. Yeah. He passed away a couple of years ago. His best friend on the team, Jerry Kramer, I believe, is still alive. He's and still they, kicking. And they tell like legendary stories because Fuzzy also had a bar right by Lambo called, called Fuzzies. Right. <laughs> called Fuzzies. Right. Of course. <laughs> of course he had a bar, and of course it was called Fuzzies. And it, uh, yeah, and it's Wisconsin. Like you're legally required to drink there. You know, do you guys like, know how how happy Jerry Kramer would be if you reached out to him to be a guest on your podcast. I mean, no one's called Jerry Kramer in years, you know? <laughs> that's a follow-up. That's a really good idea. Yeah, yeah, we should. And just I mean, listen, I'll steal your idea and I'll give you plenty of good ideas too. I mean, that's okay, what that's that's what I do, right? Okay, great. Yeah, that sounds good. I mean, sure, you could, yeah. I mean, I'm it. not going to steal your idea. Billy and I are too busy. <laughs> I'm sure 86 year old Jerry Craver's waiting around to be invited on a podcast. He'd be a great guest, though. I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. So no, I think he I think you're right, man. I think we should do it. Billy, I think Jerry Kramer has been waiting his entire life for these two to call him. I At least it's. I've listened to an episode of you guys explaining to Jerry Kramer how to sign on to yes. Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole episode. Yeah. Yes, that would be fantastic. <laughs> Hammered Heroes on Podcast One. Check it out. 
Uh, Brendan, Sophie, we appreciate it. Good luck moving forward. It's uh, it's a really fun and, and different and interesting idea. So congratulations to you guys. Thanks. This was so fun. Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you so much. All right. Stugouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold. Miller Lights. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer.